Dustin. I'm Maurice, and you're listening to Category Is. What's up, Maurice? How are you? I'm pretty good. How about you? I'm good. It's March. It's almost St. <laughs> Patty's Day. Yeah, so, tomorrow. Yes. Yeah, I'm I'm doing well because I always love this time of the year because the weather kind of breaks and you wow. feel like spring impending, but then you get like that like fourth winter, at least here in the northeast, because today it's cold and it's supposed to snow later this week, so it's always crazy. Yeah, it was warm that one day. Was it Friday or Saturday? I think it was Friday. Friday. It was like so nice. I was out here with a t-shirt mm-hmm. on. No, really see, it wasn't that warm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. At least but, I was not here with like flip-flops and shorts. Well, there were some who were. And That's it was weird. in it was like high sixties, low seventies. Yeah. But then as soon as the sun went down, it went back to it was cold. Yeah. I was riding around with my sunroof open, blasting Mariah Carey. Oh, it felt like summer. It was definitely like fantasy vibe. Fantasy was playing. It was. I had a moment. But I digress. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's that cold now. Yeah, and it's raining today. Mm-hmm, that's nasty out. Oh, oh. Oh, how was your weekend? You know, it was interesting. So. Um, I kind of took like a half day on Friday, and so since it was warm, we actually drove down to Atlantic City for the day. Oh, that's my stopping grounds, bitch! And it was, you know, just kind of just to get out the house, number one, and then uh, we just really hadn't seen the ocean (laughs) in so long. (laughs) And so we were like, let's go see the water. And so um, drove down there, and it's, you know, about an hour and a half. From uh-huh. Philly, so you know it was a nice drive, and then just walked along the beach uh, for for a little bit, and then um, yeah, like once the sun started to go down, we were like, all right, we're out <laughs> because it started getting cold. Right. But um, but yeah, it was nice just to get out, you know, stay far away from people, right. and um, yeah, enjoy the the salt air and the breeze and the boardwalk and a lot of the shops are still closed because I guess it's not the season yet. Yeah, not till after, not till Memorial Day Memorial weekend. Day weekend. Yeah, that's when everything opens up. Um, and then on Saturday, had another adventure. So he talked me into going um, out to brunch. Okay, where'd you go, bitch? Look at you. Look at your best life. I'm so proud of you. Child, okay. (laughs) But um, finally left the house. Yeah, because you know what? I stay at home. I don't go anywhere. I, you know, keep my distance. I really only go to the grocery store. And that's about it. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, there's a number of restaurants um in our neighborhood. Um, so he was like, Well, let's just go down to the one restaurant down the street. Um we were we went to um fair, which is on Fairmount across yeah. from the penitentiary. And so, you know, they have the outdoor seating setups and um yeah, so I was very reluctant, very hesitant. So but I made the reservation. I was like, well, you know, let me push myself, you know, to kind of get back out there. And we went, um and the the hostess was like, Oh, well, do you want to sit like in this area? Because they have like the kind of tent like it's like a tent almost but they kind of built like this structure around it and i was and but there were like a lot of people in there and i was like nope 
I'm not sitting there <laughs> with them people. And so she's like, well, we have um, this other area, like, it's kind of like between the two buildings. And so she's like, we have okay. that that area, you know, there's like literally no one in there. There's like one, two other tables. But um, so we get in there and I was immediately ready to go <laughs> because I just have not been around that many people in like right. a year. And it's like culture shock, right? Yeah. And like, you know, I do miss the brunch because, you know, the weekends in the city are about, you know, brunching and day drinking and having fun. Right. But mm, I just was not ready for it. And so we're sitting down. Um, there's only a couple tables in there. And like the people across from us, they were like, these three girls, and they were just loud talking like crazy. And I was like, bitch, why are you talking so loud? I can hear their entire conversation. They were, like, dressed up to the max, like, hair done, outfits together, heels on, makeup, you know, face beat. And they Doing were probably... The most and the least. And the least. And they were probably about a good three, four drinks in. So they were, like, wow. just talking about all kind of stuff. And then this like larger party comes in and it had to be like seven or eight of them. And I was like, "What?" yeah. And I was I like, I thought it's oh. like a limit of four. Yeah. Some, I mean, it, it differs by restaurant, but some, I guess, depending on their setup, they will limit it at like four. Some say you can have like up to six, but Whoa. I guess it was like six adults. And then there were like some kids and then they had like some toddlers. And I was like, y'all are doing the most. Mm-hmm. Y'all should have just stayed the fuck home. And right. um, yeah, and then it was just a, it was just a lot. <laughs> just like, can you take wrap my food up to go? Because <laughs> I need to get out of here. Like, I'm about to have a whole panic attack. You know, I remember the first time I went to a restaurant in COVID months ago. <laughs> <laughs> you was going in April, May, June, July. July. But <laughs> like, I was confused with the etiquette. Like, when you sit at the table, I was like, do I order my food with my mask on? Do I keep my mask on until my food comes? Like, I didn't know what to do. Did you have that same problem? Like, or confusion? No, because they, um, well, you know, they all have the barcodes on the table, the QR codes, and they're like, just scan the code, and the menu will come up. I was like, okay, but bitch, how do I order? Like, are you coming back? (laughs) (laughs) Like, do I order in the app? Like, what's going on? And so we pull up the menu, and then we're just, like, sitting there, because we were so confused about, like, how this was going to work. And then maybe, like, it seemed like a long time. It was probably only like a few minutes, but before they came back, but they were like, you know, they took the order and then everything was like packaged. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like all the sauces were in these individual containers. They had like the, the utensils, the cutlery was like wrapped up and had like these stickers on it. And it was, I was like, okay, this is too much. Right. Like I could have just stayed home for this. Because they have to go. Like, we could have just got it to go. Came back home, and it would have been okay. Exactly. That's what I'm going to do next time. Yeah, because even going out during uh, COVID at the restaurants doesn't have the same ambiance. No. The same flavor. No. And the like, main... the service isn't as good. Mm-hmm. Food doesn't even taste as good, honestly. Yeah. And the main thing, I don't like to eat outside. Like, unless... Dude, <laughs> you hate dining off house stuff. I hate it. Hate it. Unless I'm, like, on the Champs-Élysées luxuriating <laughs> in Paris or something. 
I hate it because it's just too many factors that can mess that up. Right. You wind, know, wind, sun, sun bugs. The bugs <laughs> you know, I'm just mm, nah, I'm good. Oh. And then and then we walk, you know, we then we walked downtown and you know everybody was out because it was it was a bit warm and uh-huh. people I guess were you know, their stimmies had hit already and they were out shopping and in the park and just having a good old weekend so girl it was a mess Mm-mm-mm. yeah but i'm I was... glad you had an eventful time and that you you know you, you went outside your comfort zone that, that's gross yeah but i'm gonna regress and <laughs> <laughs> backslide i'm not going out again until the end the of the rest year. of 20 exactly yeah. the rest of 2021 huh yeah i'm not mm-hmm. vaccinated yet i don't know what the people's situation is uh, i'm with you a hookup you want the hookups like nah, let me yeah. stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, i heard it was some people out here making um fraudulent vaccination cards yeah i heard that too because you know everyone's posting them on right. um social media as soon as they mm-hmm. and <laughs> People are like scanning them and making <laughs> making their own. All you need right. is a high quality printer, and that's pretty it's much cardstock. Basically, it's super, yeah, it's easy. It's easy to like duplicate. It's not mm-hmm. like it has a holographic or anything. People, people are le- legit out here making fake vaccination cards for clout. Like mm-hmm. I'm done with the world. I'm over mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So how was your weekend? My weekend was uneventful. I stayed my ass in the house. It seems like we did like a Freaky Friday and traded places. <laughs> <laughs> Similarly to this past episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, I stayed in the house. I ain't go nowhere this weekend but to the grocery store. I The weather was nice, so I like opened up all my windows and did like some deep spring cleaning. Got into my closet, got rid of items that are no longer um They're no longer fashion. fit. Okay, yes, that no longer fit. I was just going to say that, you know, aren't the style no more, but it's honestly that do not fit. And, um, you know, regrouped and just got myself, you know, some spring cleaning, some early tackles. It's early, yeah, okay. Yeah, but the warm weather just, like, it's like I was in the house all weekend, my boyfriend was on call all weekend, I had nothing to do, and I was like, I'm just going deep clean. I put on some records, some good music, and was just cleaning. So, that was the vibe of the weekend. Okay. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It was nice. And now I'm back to the grind. <laughs> back to the grind. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's get into what we're drinking for this week. What are you having over there? So this week, actually March 20th, is going to be the first day of spring, which does not feel like it right? Um, at all. So I'm drinking another With Co cocktail this week. I have, um, this week I have the bouquet and it is like a lemon based cocktail. So it has, um, fresh lemon juice, lavender and rose water. Um, you know, it gives you that, you know, springtime vibe. They say you can use, um, they prefer to use gin for it, but of course I use vodka. Right. Um, Gin would be so good. Probably not. Not to me at least. (laughs) But, um, it also says you can use uh, champagne, so that I'm going to try that probably this weekend with uh, with brunch you at the me. house. Yeah, what about you? <laughs> I love brunch at the house. Make it clear. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, 
I, I love that. I love rose water, but I feel like you can't just get it at the regular grocery store. You got to go to like a specialty store because mm-hmm. I never can. I just love rose water because I love the taste of rose. Um, but what I'm having this week is, I guess, kind of springy also. It's a grapefruit Collins. So it's basically just gin, mm-hmm. grapefruit juice, simple syrup, and club soda. How is it? It's tasty. You know, I love grapefruit anything. So it feels fresh. And yummy. Cool. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Let's hop into the categories. It's time for... Oh, this category is... (laughs) So, you know, we are deep into Maurice's favorite time of year. uh, Awards season. Mm, Not this year. I know. (laughs) (laughs) This past Sunday was the... What was it? I don't know. What, what, what rendition? Like the 78th or something? No, I think it's only 63rd. Oh, the 63rd mm-hmm. annual Grammy Awards, hosted by none other than Trevor Noah. And you know what? They should have just skipped this year. Yeah. Um, some I feel like some channels or production companies or whatever are able to do the virtual award format. Mm-hmm. works, but this one just seemed a little bit disjointed. Um. I watched for as long as I could humanly stand. <laughs> and I five, turned it off. Five minutes. <laughs> well, I watched for about an hour. And then, I, and then I turned it off and went to bed. And I said, I'll catch it on Instagram. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I did. But it was interesting because the show was like outside across the street from the Staples Center. Everyone's like sitting at these little like small little tables. Mm-hmm. Everybody got their coordinating mask. And it was like, just weird because people i guess were getting awarded ahead of time that mm-hmm. like they only had they only presented certain awards as they always do at the mm-hmm. grammys because they have like 50 11 awards but um it was just it was just a no for me it was a hard no from the fashions to uh the performances everything i just i i, I didn't really appreciate it but i also feel like i'm just getting old because about 70% of the artists, I did not know who they were. Yeah. And so maybe the Grammy just ain't for me and my demographic no more. Because I'm sure if you're like 22, you were getting your life to the Grammys. Yeah, but I mean, I, they still have like adult contemporary <laughs> as a category. That? I don't know. But <laughs> I just feel like, yeah, the Grammys are. <sighs> Yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm thinking with um, the weekend, Abel, and he was like, "His name's Abel or Abel or Abel." Okay, like Abel. Yeah, um, but yeah, he boycotted the Grammys um, because he didn't get nominated for anything, and that was a whole drama too. But um, the Grammys have been full of shit for like a long time. Like, I think the last time. Or when I the time I knew the Grammys were full of shit was the 1997 Grammys, when Mariah Carey was nominated for I believe six awards, maybe seven, and she didn't win a damn thing for the right. Daydream album. And as the night went on and on and on, she was like slinging further and further and further down in her chair, and I was like, "Girls, let's wrap this up." She was ready to go, but right. you know the the. Greatest travesty is that Mariah Carey only has five Grammys to her name. Five. Wow. She won two for her her um, debut album. Um, so one of them was Best New Artist. Um, and that was right after the whole Millie Vanilli scandal. 
mm-hmm. um, the previous year. And then she has three for The Emancipation of Mimi, which was in 2005. Her body of work is so much better than that. Yeah. It's just really confusing. I don't know who, like, the voters are, but it doesn't make sense. Mm. Yeah, it doesn't. Well, you know, there, there was some big moments for the night. There was mm-hmm. a lot of women who were heavily featured. Um, I believe that um, Megan V. Stallion won Best New Artist. She mm-hmm. was the first... Uh, female rap artist to win that category since Lauren Hill in 1998, which is kind of cool. And you know, I yeah. love Lisa May. Um, um, I didn't, well, I didn't uh, like her. I didn't like her dress. That orange yeah. was real basic. It was like real short. The fabric was real wrinkled. Cheap. Yeah, yeah. Right. The fabric looked cheap. The hair was not I was like, girl, you look like you're going to the 1997 prom or something. Right. It was very, it was very 90s prom. And Lizzo was giving very junior prom. <laughs> like Lizzo. a dress from like Charlotte Russe. Yeah. Lizzo should have stayed home and ordered some Grubhub. Right, or was that girl. the one she get, she um had an issue with? Yeah, Remember? I think she can't she can't order she from can't there no more. <laughs> well, Uber Eats delivered to her, girl. But... Caviar, girl. Caviar. <laughs> right. But yeah, she looked at a mess. Um, right. Yeah, it just was not a good night. I did like the um, well part of the Cardi B performance with them on that big ass bed. Yeah, 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 they were on the bed. Um, the first part, she looked very stiff. Like I, I don't know. I, I just thought Cardi B as a former stripper had better moves than that. Like I just thought she yeah. could move better. I don't. I don't think that she was like the most athletic stripper on the block, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, on the pole, right? Yeah. And so <laughs> she was like, "Did she just come from Chipotle? Because mom was looking thick in the middle, mm-hmm. or she about to drop a pregnancy announcement real soon?" Um, but then she was like working the pole half heartedly, and then <laughs> the part at the end when Megan came out and they were like dancing on the bed, and then they were like almost scissoring. Right. <laughs> it was it was a bit much. Yeah. Yeah. But cute. Um, but it was cute. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um only performance I actually stayed up to see and watch in its entirety was right in the beginning. I liked Billie Eilish just because I love the song. I love the song Everything I Wanted. It's super sleepy and kind of sad and very just up my alley and like slow and you know, ambient. But that was a cute performance. Other than that, I'm just like, these people are kind of whack. I did watch Dua Lipa perform. And she just looked, that was terrible. Mm-hmm. She, should, she should be embarrassed and ashamed. She didn't know what she was doing or which way she was going. She was no just walking around stage in a pink satin diaper. It was. It just looked bad. But they're trying to make her something. Like, I, I don't get I don't, it. I don't get what they're trying to make her, though. Yeah. Because it's, it's not giving what it's supposed to give. Yeah. <laughs> She ain't got it. She don't got it. It's just not there. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I mean, Blue Ivy Carter did win her first Grammy. She which... was the second youngest person to win a Grammy for the best music video, which honestly, I didn't even know that the Grammys did best music video. Like, isn't that like MDV music video award territory? But she won the best music video for Brown Skin Girl. Mm-hmm. Which... She had like... You know, half a line on Right, she's in there for like three seconds, girl, come on. But that, I, I think that was a political 
moment because mm-hmm. the press releases were saying that her mother was not coming to the Grammys uh, and would not appear. And I bet Beyonce was like, well, if you get my baby an award, I might show up. Right. Like, as you gave her an award in the category that no one even knew existed <laughs> until last night. Right. <laughs> but all right. Tense for you, Blue. Tense for you, girl. And then Beyonce made history. I don't know why they announced it like this, but they made she made history as the um, female artist mm-hmm. with the most Grammys mm-hmm. of any artist, male or female. And I'm yeah. like, well, that's confusing because it's just she's the, the winningest artist ever, period. Like, irrespective of gender, to have the most Grammys. Like, I don't know. Well, the way they worded it was really confusing. I think it's because there's a, um, I believe it's a composer or, I believe he's a composer, but he has the most Grammys of anyone. So they were saying. David Foster? <laughs> no. Um, actually, I don't know the name, but I know there's someone else who has more Grammys than 28. And, but he's not an artist and he's not a singer. So they kept, they kept right. you know, kind of trying to like categorize it as. Female singer, yeah. But she looked confused, like she ain't know that already. <laughs> that was the part that got me. It already turned oh, me She knew that. Right, that was also a condition of her ass showing up mm-hmm. looking like the Black Panther meets Catwoman. <laughs> With them claws on them gloves. And them, and them testicles hanging from her ears. Like, girl, that was not a good look. Yeah, it was not, it was not cute at all. Yeah. It wasn't, but I mean, tens for you, girl. I know a lot. A number of her Grammys are from Destiny's Child. So does that technically count? Right. That's why I was also like, how many of these are Beyonce Grammys versus yeah. Destiny's Child Grammys? Because we know she ain't getting nothing for Lemonade. Right. So, yeah. Right. What I also thought was weird was, and I'm over this. I feel like Billie Eilish was really trying to have an Adele moment. Mm-hmm. She won for like best record of the year. Mm-hmm. And for everything I wanted. And she got up there and was just like, Megan Thee Stallion, I love you. I adore you. You're beautiful. You're sexy. You're challenging music. I'm obsessed. I think of you every day. I need to prepare a speech because this award was yours. But I would like to thank. And I'm like, how contradictory can you be if you really feel that way, girl? Either A, reject the award, as in don't accept it. Or... Walked off that stage, handed to Megan the Stein and said, girl, go make your speech. If you really feel that way. But I get it's political. It's like you don't want to upset the Academy. That's not who was the actual winner. And you also want that title because you can pull more coin for your concert tickets and shit. And to me, it's fake as fuck. Like, girl, you know your name is getting engraved on that anyway. It's like this false, you know, kind of humility that I guess people think looks good. But nah, girl, you look dumb. Because I hate it. It's it's it just it just reeks of like too much political correctness, too much softness, this Gen Z bullshit that I just don't get. Like, I'm sorry, I'm a very competitive person. I like to fucking win. And in order to win, there has to be losers. It's very it gives me it gives me very much the energy of this current season of RuPaul's drag race where everyone's like, We're sisters, I don't wanna see you go. Can we all win? Can we have a double Shantae? No, bitch, this is a drag race competition. Fuck you hoes. It's not a sorority. It's not a sorority. This is a, a model competition. Yeah. Like 
the fact that we are three months into Drag Race and it's still eight bitches left is just insane to me. Like, not everyone's getting participation trophies. Y'all all can't win. Someone has to go home. Yeah, and then that goes back to the bigger thing. Like, if you thought Megan the Stallion should have won or thought that your your right. piece of body of work was not, you know, worthy of winning, then girl, don't even submit your shit. Like, Thank you. That's the... But that comes out to the record companies and mm-hmm. all that. You know, it's, it's bigger than her. But my mm-hmm. thing is, you you still have the agency to get up there and be like, I refuse to accept. But it doesn't or, matter at that point. That's true. That's true. I guess it's already a done deal. Yeah, it's a wrap. But just to get up there and give your whole speech about how great Megan Thee Stallion is. It's like, girl, you could just like, thank you. This belongs to Megan. And then end it. But I don't know. I just, I just don't like it. I don't, It puts a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And another, um, kind of another reason I didn't want to watch the Grammys is Jay-Z got to do something with that hair. I'm sorry. I am sorry. It's a little unkempt. It looked like he has not brushed, washed, combed, conditioned, done anything to that hair in a long time. Like, it looked like it stank. Oh, no. It's all, like, (laughs) magic together. I'm That's boycotting. Bank. Yes, I'm boycotting the Grammys until he cuts his hair. I'm sorry. Oh, gosh. I'm sorry. Uh, I didn't like Beyonce's um ceremony look, but did you see her after look? Yes, with that mask on her face, like Meredith Marks from um, Real Housewives of Utah. Yes, it was everything. Who watches that? I, but you don't watch Utah? No, their plastic <sighs> surgery is too much. I love them bitches. Oh, Jensha, Jensha, yes, girl. Anyway, um. Yeah, I saw. I liked that look. It mm-hmm. was giving. It was giving something. Mm-hmm. It was kind of giving me like the visual from the Lion King situation. I feel like it was the logical continuation. Okay. As opposed to the testes hanging from her ears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like the second look. Okay, so what's the next award show that's like coming up? Well, the SAGs is. Um... Sometime soon, I forget exactly when it comes on, but they announced that they're only doing a pre-taped hour-long show, and I said tens for that. Yes, because that's I'm, all we need. That's all. Yeah, that's it, and that's doing the most. Like y'all can cut it down to thirty, and mm-hmm. I'd be okay. <laughs> but, just hand out the awards. Mm-hmm. We don't need performances. We don't need long speeches. Just give the awards. Yeah. And the SAGs is that the one where like the actors or anyone who's like a SAG card like votes. Mm-hmm. For each other, so it's basically like them, you know, rubbing each other's balls and shit. Uh, oh, not like maybe it's a bad analogy, but yeah. like them scratching, like them just like congratulating each other themselves. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, well, the Oscar nominations came out. Did you see those? Yeah, I didn't watch the um, the ceremony that was hosted by um, Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra Jonas. Oh, they shoot. announced the. They announced the uh, nominations. They Nick hosted the um, Saturday Night Live a while back. Yeah, I watched it. Yeah. His clothes were hot. He's hot. Yeah, yeah, he is. But I haven't seen Priyanka in a long time, so I don't know if she's not doing anything or I don't know what she's up to. But it was good to see her. She's going to be on Oprah's um, Super Soul Sunday yes. coming up. But I'm I, excited. Yeah, I'll watch it because I like her. Mm-hmm. I like her. I do miss Quantico. It was good. It was a good show. It was good. Yeah. It was good. Mm-mm-mm. 
but yeah, I, I um, saw some of the nominations afterwards, but then, you know, I live for the snubbed articles. All right, well, let's go through the nominations <laughs> first, and then we can hit, get to the snub. Let's okay. just do, like, the top five categories. Okay. Like six. So, so for best actor, let's just make our predictions. If you want to see who's nominated, y'all got to do your own Googles. Yeah, we ain't doing all that. But I do think that actor in the leading role is going to be um, Chadwick Boseman. Obviously. Because everyone wants the drama of that mm-hmm. moment. Yeah, yeah. So and it was agree. a good role. It was a good role. Yeah, it really like, was. I haven't seen these other performances that were nominated, but yeah, it's going to Chadwick. Um, best actor in a supporting role. Mm-hmm. Who do you think is going to get that? It's all actors of well, three of the actors are actor are the actors of color: Daniel Kaluuya, Leslie Odom Jr., mm-hmm. and Lakeith Stansfield. Which they about to split the vote. They about to cancel each other out. So <laughs> Nobody's gonna, gonna win. Borat gonna win that. Yeah, I think it's gonna be Sasha Baron Cohen. I have to yeah. watch that. I think that the trial, the trial of the Chicago, the Chicago Seven is on Netflix. So okay. I love that all these movies are on Netflix, and I feel like I ain't got to pay and go sit in a theater and get the popcorn and all that shit. So that's kind of nice. Well, Netflix about to change their thing, and you can't use someone that. else's account. Which what are the details of that? I'm confused because I might be getting cut off soon. <laughs> you about you are about to. <laughs> I could guarantee you that. So when you log into Netflix and you know they have all these kind of algorithms algorithms and things behind the scenes, all this code. And if you are not in the same um geolocation as the account holder, then you have to put in like some kind of authentication code. Oh wow. Yeah. Well, actually I do have an account because I've been seeing check-ins from Key West, Florida, where my bestie live at. So um he about to get cut off. He about but... to get cut off. Yeah. <laughs> Because every but time yeah. like someone logs in, it'd be like, you have a new login from da-da-da-da. Mm-hmm. Oh, buddy. Okay. But so, mine would be like, well, the one I use, it ain't mine. <laughs> but it'll be like, <laughs> you can't watch uh, whatever you try to watch because too many people are logged in at the same time. I'm like, oh. Yes, I've gotten that a few times. Ooh. That's too funny. But they let you have up to like six accounts on there, so I don't understand what the problem is. Exactly. Like, so don't create rules and get mad when people play by the rules you created, Netflix, being greedy and shit. Basically, they trying to get paid. My thing is, you could even do like an in-app purchase. Like all these movies that are in theater, especially during the COVID, be like, look, you want to watch it at your house? Do like Disney Plus and do with Mulan. Be like, all right, for this week, you got to pay $2.99 or whatever. Like, No, nah, Mulan was like $25. Oh, yeah, we weren't paying that. No. I watched that shit for free like the next week. <laughs> oh. And it wasn't even that good. Hence, it's got no nominations. Wow. <laughs> Back to these nominations. Um, best yeah. actress in a leading role. Best actress? Yes. So, I wanted to go to Viola Davis. Agreed. However, um, Andre Day, girl. Uh-uh. I feel like, you know, they always want... Uh, an award season darling or an ingenue mm-hmm. like you know like jennifer lawrence was out a couple years ago there's always like this young ingenue i just like saying ingenue um and i feel like they want huh i can't stand it though <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no i'm terrible at spelling but they, i feel like they very much want andre day to be the ingenue mm-hmm. yeah i uh, yeah, I hope not. I hope that's not the direction that it's going in. 
because Can you believe be that huh? I N <laughs> no. I-N-G-E-N-U-E? No. But to if she comes up and wins for this role and the only previous black woman who's won for leading um best actress in the leading role was Halle Berry, and that was a long time ago. Like I don't think that is what we need to put on Andre Day. Not today. Like girl, right. you can't uh uh-uh, no ma'am. Like that's not not to say that you don't haven't earned it. I have not seen the movie, but I just heard she wasn't given that much. She showed her titties. She lost some weight. Her titties almost like it was gratuitous. It was too much. Yeah, and see, they but they, they love that, right? And Especially they think with oh. a, a black woman in a black body. Mm-hmm. You know, same with Halle Berry. I mean, Halle Berry showed at, her titties too. But if you look at Halle Berry's career, honestly, exactly. what has she done since? Well. Her Oscar went. No, honestly, and even Halle Berry talks about it. It kind of like set her up to fail. Like to me, Viola Davis is a black woman who is a titan of an actor. Yeah. They call her the Black Meryl Street. She is proven. She is tried and true. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I think that if Andre Day is to win this, that is her reaching the pinnacle very, very fast in her acting career. Very similarly to um Lupita Nyongo, because honestly, what has she done besides Black Panther since so she won, right? And Andre Day is going to quickly peak and then kind of fade the black. And honey, you already faded the black with your music career. So I feel <laughs> <See>. like <laughs> this I, acting league is like yeah. your, your, it might be your lane. So let's let's try for long some longevity in that. And let Miss Viola get this because Miss Viola ain't going nowhere. And Miss Viola, Viola has paid her dues. Like Mama right. has been Tony's, Emmy's. You know, she has her Academy Award for supporting right. actors. Mama been doing this for a long time, and I think it would be more deserving of Vi- Aunt Viola to win this than Andre Day. Right, but we're not looking at the totality of one's career. We're looking at the specific right, but but they, I mean, they still do that though. No, and I think I think that the the film United States versus Billy Holiday was a better film just because it was designed but, as a film. It's not an adapted screenplay. But the way Ms. Viola Davis, she is a physical actress because she was sweating <laughs> like she, like, yeah. like a whore in church that entire film. And she just pulls it off mm-hmm. so effortlessly. But if the United States versus Billie Holiday was that good, it ain't got no other nominations for any other category. So it wasn't that right. good. Right. True. The directing, you know, Lee Daniels is a mess. The wow. storyline, but whatever. We'll we'll see what happens. Watch Francis yeah. McDormand get it for that horrible movie where she just exactly. walked through the yeah. desert being poor the whole time. All right. Actress in a supporting role. I don't know um, none of these I don't people. Know none of these bitches. Okay. Um, they will probably I'm, give it to Glenn Close. Did she, she is the, she they she's nominated for Hillbilly Elegy, which I mm-hmm. thought was a really nice movie, but I think they should give it to her. Um, because she's the knockoff Meryl Streep and she deserves. Was that who was it that got gooped when Olivia Coleman won? Was that Glenn Close? I yes, so. it was. Ooh, and they nominated again together. Child. <laughs> I don't know. They might mm. pull another upset. Oh, it's Coleman with no E? That's interesting. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> And she right. was drunk boots last time, so I don't mm. know. Maybe they're trying to set up set us up for another moment. So I don't know who's going to win that one. 
And then Best Picture. So what is nominated for Best Picture? The Father, mm-hmm. Judas and the Black Messiah, Mank, Minari, Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, and The Trial of the Chicago 7. I only saw two of these films. Um, I haven't seen any. So that's a toss-up. We don't care. Yeah. <laughs> because One Night in Miami got snubbed. Right. Honestly, it wasn't really that good, honestly, truly. Okay. Was Miss King even nominated for Best Director? No, but they got three women who were nominated for Best Director. Oh, yeah. I know Chloe Zhao for Mm -hmm. Nomadland. Um, Who else? Oh, maybe it's two women. And then the lady who did Promising Young Woman. Oh, Emerald Fennel. Okay, Mm -hmm. Emerald. Cute for you. All right, they'll split the vote, and no one either of them did it anyway. Basically, the woman's vote. You know how political these yeah. things is. That's unfortunate. Yeah. All right, well, any more categories for this award season episode? Oh no, I think that's it. All right, so let's hop to the next category. It's time for I said what I said. We should go first. Go ahead. All right, okay. So you know, as Maurice called me out earlier, um, a lot of my clothes just don't fit no more. I realized that like. In my mid-30s, my body's going through a change. I think that I'm kind of um, falling into my dad bod, slash, like, more muscular, more dense, more more heavy, more solid, more thick body, if you will. In the days of being, you know, frail, tall, thin, um, fit-sized model, are gone. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so... Um, I had to throw a lot of shit that just did not fit. And honestly, I was holding on for, like, emotional reasons. You know, it's hard to shop right now because the stores, again, I don't know if it's just that I'm getting older and the styles that I want. I look at a lot of clothes that are in these stores. I'm like, no, 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 no. So you kind of are, like, left to online shopping, which I honestly fucking hate because I like to touch the fabrics, feel the clothes, look at the construction. I will turn a garment inside out. I want to try it on to see how it's going to fit my body and my, my, my shape. Um, so I ordered a whole bunch of clothes online and got good. <laughs> I ordered from this company. <laughs> Fashion Nova I men. I ordered from this company and I was like, oh, this is cute. This is cute. I want all these clothes. So I ordered like hundreds of dollars worth of clothes. And it wasn't until after I got the receipt in my email. Like, you know, after you order, they send me the email, your receipt. I was like, this uh-huh. don't look. It just, it just looked, it didn't look like right. It just looked off. And then they processed it. Like when I put in my card information, they processed it through my PayPal account, not through my bank account, which was like really tipped me off. Cause I was like, nowhere did I put PayPal information. Do you know that some company in some fraudulent ass company in China goop me for my money? So now here I am. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> I ain't got no clue. <laughs> right. You know, I'm like, what am I going to wear? Now I got to fight to get my money back. So I'm on the phone with the, with the bank. You know, disputing the uh, charges is fraudulent. They shutting down my card. I got to go get a new card. You know, I got to change my PayPal account password and take all my money out of there because that's been compromised. It was just a whole ordeal this weekend trying to get my monies back from people gooping my clothes. But then I still have to say that today I get an email from said fraudulent company that they shipped my <laughs> shit. <laughs> Um, 
I hope I get my shit and y'all don't get y'all money because when it once it gets here from China, I hope <laughs> it's here. So maybe I'm the one that's being fraudulent in the exactly. end. But honestly, but no, because I like sometimes like my my um Visa card will call me just to verify like purchases. I don't know if that ever happens to you. But like they called me like, are you in New York? Making a purchase at some store. I was like, no ma'am, I'm not in New York right now. <laughs> so clearly they must have like gotten my credit information, my card information and I don't know, duplicated or used it somewhere else. But I was so pissed. Just because no one likes their damn banking information being compromised. I feel like, you know, enough of Earth information is out there as is yeah, living in twenty twenty one. But it's just a very frustrating ordeal. And I feel like these websites and shit and you know, I will say I did Buy off of Amazon, not Amazon, Instagram. Never doing that again. If it's not Amazon, see. you're not getting my money. So I'm done. And I'm mad at Instagram too because it was just a major inconvenience. And I really don't have the time for this. And I said what I said. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, I've been online shopping for since I was like a teenager because they just don't have my sizes in stores. So. Right. Now we used to have to order, wait for the catalog to come, and then order from the catalog, and then not a catalog like yes. East Bay, what like was East, East Bay? Bay. Yeah, East Bay. Uh-huh. We had to get all of our shoes from East Bay because yes. my brothers. Um, so my older brother wears like a sixteen uh, oh, shoe. I wear a fifteen, and my younger brother wears like a fourteen. And back then, like you, they didn't have we didn't have online, right. and you know the stores <laughs> never had it down in South Carolina, so. Um, yeah, we had we had to order from East Bay. Oh wow! I'm yeah. Yeah, because they have all the basketball and like athlete stuff, so things come in larger sizes. So, right, we can do that. Oh, East Bay. So, what's your I said what I said for the week? So, before I get into my I said what I said for this week, um, I want to thank everyone who wrote in. I don't know about you, but my. DMs are blowing up after our last episode. Um, yeah. Like, you know, I'm not like a official royal scholar. Um, uh-huh. but um, yeah, I was getting like a lot of DMs about, you know, people just enjoyed the episode, number one, and then, you know, just kind I of the get, I did get two. But yeah. Uh-oh. Only two, that's cute. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, they enjoy the episode and like all the information and like the background. So um, yeah, thanks to everyone who wrote in. I also had a raging migraine last week. Yeah, I could tell your energy was a little low. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, Whew, let me hold this together for the episode because the show must go on. But we are consistent, y'all. We, we give you weekly, weekly, you know, come rain, come shine, come migraine. Everything, but go ahead. Everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, you know, last week we talked about the um, the Prince Harry and Meghan Markle interview with Oprah, and that just sparked, you know, a number of conversations across the globe, and, you know, about race, about class, about honesty, respect, mental health, suicide, things like that. But one of the conversations that came up was about... Um, digital blackface like i don't know if you heard about this no so you know is this like deep fake or no it's different so digital blackface is a term that was created in like 2017 you know how people create the hashtag like oscar so white and then it becomes a thing so 
following the Oprah interview, you know, people were just because when her her reactions to like certain things, like remember when um, Megan first said about the um, there were concerns about Archie's skin color, and Oprah was like, "Hold up, you know, like wait," and like right. she put her hands up, like that became a meme. You know, everything becomes a meme these days, right? Um, and then just other screenshots that people were taking. Uh, during that that thing and they just became memes and you know people started to share them they become gifts and you know people are using them in like text conversations and then fast forward the day after was the day after an interview when megan um mccain on the view made this dumb ass statement about the american revolution and how her ancestors fought in the american revolution and george washington all this stuff and she was going on and on and on and then Whoopi, they cut to Whoopi, and Whoopi's just like, "Okay, uh huh." Did you see that? Because yeah, she said she said that um, both Oprah and Meghan Markle are carrying on the legacy of George yeah. Washington. <laughs> yeah, it's like, girl, uh, you missed a lot of history in there <laughs> for real. And so then that became a meme and a gif, and people were just sharing that across social media. Um, and so the um term digital digital blackface came from this this organization i guess called the sloke factory the slow okay. factory and so they say is the online phenomenon where white and non-black people share gifts and photos of black folks to express emotion or reaction to anything happening <sighs> i feel like this is a bit of a reach mm-hmm. um because, and I guess it's a deeper conversation that, you know, society needs to have. Like, it's not, to me, malicious or it's not with the intent of demeaning Black people. Gifts and memes have become a form of communication. Right. Language. <laughs> yeah. And... I don't think that pe- non-minority um, and non-black people using them is culturally offensive. Mm-hmm. I mean, it it can also de- determine you know, <laughs> depend on the con- the content or the context of your communication. But I just I don't know. I have I can have whole conversations that are you know just littered with memes and gifs and. And, but also I'm black, so I don't know mm-hmm. <laughs> it applies, but I don't know. Like, what do you feel about that? I mean, I, sometimes when I see, cause I, you know, I live for me mm-hmm. and I follow mostly meme accounts than thought accounts on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and sometimes when I see, when I know that like a non-black person is using a meme, I will side eye it, but I think it really just does depend on context. And I think that, you know, obviously culture and society has an obsession with blackness, because, you know, black is in, always has been. And, you know, the subculture oftentimes does influence a predominant pop culture. And I think that, you know, we can get into an academic discussion, but I think that, you know, in terms of what is owed to people for their production and contribution to the culture, if you will. But I think that a lot of Black women 
our major group within that. And I think that it's hard to just exclude saying, okay, well, non-Black people cannot use, you know, Black people's reactions or facial expressions mm-hmm. or affectation in a meme because it, they are still receiving that. They still absorb it. They can still ascertain what is what it's giving. But I think it just depends on the context in which it's used. So you really have to evaluate on a case-by-case basis. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah, I think it's different. So if a if a non minority person is using like the brown colored emojis, because uh-huh. you know you can change the colors on the skin right. tones on them. Okay, now that, that I have a problem with that. Sure, but to you know say they can't use a Nini Leaks gif or they can't right like ooh child the ghetto. <laughs> Or not even, maybe no, not, not even those. Maybe because not she, that one. Yeah, not even, not that one. Like, no, nah, some of them, okay. I mean, <laughs> but <laughs> there's like the one where it's like judging you and she's like looking you up and down. Or there's the one where she's like, bye. And she's like right. waving all, you know, with the face, making the face. Like, I feel like a lot of those are universal <laughs> in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just think that maybe, have we gotten too sensitive? I have, you know, I think to a certain degree we have because now we don't even allow room for like discussion or thought. It's mm-hmm. just like, you know, a certain group has claimed, you know, this is only this is ours. It's by us, so only we can use and consume mm-hmm. it. But it, the statement therein is even contradictory because we all operate within this bigger culture, and although it might originate from the black culture. There's no denying that the black culture is the predominant black pop culture. And if then, everyone wants to be everyone wants to be an Instagram star, everyone wants to be celebrity or celebrity adjacent, you can't get mad by the means in which you get there. Either. I mean it's it's complex. But then it is complex. But then can men not use gifts or memes that have women in them? Can you know, vice versa? Can that not happen either? Can I mean just right. I just think can adults not use ones with kids in them? I I just think it's a slippery slope. And it just, it's just a gift. <laughs> like, right, it's like, not, like, it's not even words. That's serious. Well, see, yeah, like a lot of them don't even have words. Like a lot of mine are from the Real Housewives of Atlanta right. or Mariah Carey. Sure. But that goes to the power of, you know, there's a, a word, an image or a picture's worth a thousand mm-hmm. words. Sometimes yeah. gifts explain what words cannot. Right. So much more effectively. Right. I don't think that just because a black person is the subject of the gift or originated the gift doesn't mean that others are precluded from using it. But others can use it in a derogatory or offensive way, but you have to call that out when that happens. You just there can't be like a moratorium on white people using black people in gifts. Can black people not use white people in gifts? Can you not use Hispanic people? I mean, I just it's too much. And it's way too much. If you're right. Go ahead. Like people, the fact that people have time to discuss that, it's like mm-hmm. there's so many other problems. Are you yeah. bored? I mean, not that that's not important, but it seems like there's many other, a myriad of other things that people could kind of focus on as well. Because at yeah. the end of the day, I look at gifts as just pure comedy. And yeah, let's be honest, let's be honey. There's, there's, there's three kinds of comedy. There's three, like, there's black comedy, there's Jewish comedy, and Canadian comedy. Like, those are the funniest people. Let's be honest. 
Think about it. I like British humor. Oh, and British humor. But I can't name any British co- comedians. Like, like when I think of stand-up comedians, I think oh, of like, like stand-up, black people okay. and Jewish people. But when mm-hmm. I think of like comedic acting, absolutely British humor. Oh, okay. Because I just yeah, love yeah. it. But I mm-hmm. mean, gifts are nine times out of ten about humor. Right. I can't speak for emojis, but yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I do you think you know it's good to be to have these conversations um but i do believe that the digital blackface phrase is a bit much it's a reach it's a reach reach and i said what i said yes god all right well let's get into tens this week it's time for tens 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 across the board My tens goes to a major corporation in the United States in the finance industry, and that is Goldman Sachs Group, Inc. This past week, they just announced a new um, investment initiative to invest $10 billion to advance racial and economic opportunity in Black women specifically. The initiative is called the One Million Black Women Campaign, um, and it has a goal of impacting the lives of at least one million Black women by the year 2030. And when I first read about this, I was a little bit apprehensive because I'm like, you know, companies love when Black History Month rolls around and get their little Black History Month commercial, want to invest in the Black community, or even with gays. Like, you see how corporatized gay pride has come and companies Mm want to invest in supporting pride and gay people. But then when you look at their policies and practices, it's like, really? No, like, that's just all a marketing ploy. Um, But this campaign was specifically shaped by Black women within the Goldman Sachs company um, and also alumna of the 1000 Small Businesses Program, which is a leadership uh, partnership of Black women-led organizations. Um, All five sororities within the Divine Nine and other Black women's um, coalitions and civic groups. And the Black women are kind of getting this endowment and leading the charge for how to invest in other Black women. financially in business to lift them up. And I really feel like this is a little bit different in how a company has chosen to do a social responsibility program, invest in a certain segment. And I also think it's kind of bold to just say, yeah, we're investing specifically in Black women because Black women are so um, forgotten and not cared about in the workplace, in our economy, in business, in academia, in every facet in which we operate. In Black women, at the same time, are like phenomenal in the fact that they are the one group that has is the most educated in this entire country, that is beginning to open the most businesses and really doing it for themselves. The sisters are doing it for themselves, but we'll take some help when and where we can, and they're getting help from Goldman Sachs, and I just think that it's just a really great idea, but Goldman Sachs also understand, I'm going to be looking at you with the side eye, because money's cute, but also like, Back that up with your practices, with your policies, with your hiring, with your workplace environment, with, you know, addressing issues of diversity, equity, and inclusion, and also making sure that you don't have a racially insensitive workplace. So do all of that, plus the coin. Ten. Well, I think the the money is good, but then, you know, like you said, it's more about just dumping some cash into something. It, It needs to, you know, really be focused on the survival and longevity of these businesses as well right absolutely 
and in, in, in creating a, a, a landscape where there's equity mm-hmm. for opportunity to, to thrive in the, in the marketplace. So we'll see what comes of it. I'm hopeful that because, you know, it, it, Black women are at the forefront of shaping how this program and initiative will go, that it will have, you know, some fruitful outcomes. But, you know, I'm, not, I, I, I'm being cautiously optimistic. It tends to y'all. Who's your tens this week? So my tens this week is a bit more <laughs> frivolous and entertaining. But um, my tens this week is going to Eddie Murphy and the cast of Coming to America. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen it, but I've watched it probably four or five times at this point. It came out a few really? weeks ago, yes. Yeah, I saw it. It came out on Amazon Prime a couple of weeks ago. And it was hilarious to me. It got kind of like not good ratings on the internet, but you know, people gonna complain about something. I lived for all the nostalgia. The cameos were hilarious. The cameos are great. Yeah. I love that 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 midnight train to Zamunda <laughs> with Gladys Knight. <laughs> it had James Earl Jones. They had many of the original characters. Um, the only one was um Mad Sinclair because she passed away, I believe, in nineteen ninety five. Um, uh-huh. from cancer but it had james earl jones it had um everybody everybody was in there wesley snipes leslie jones uh arsenio hall <laughs> peaches and she was rapping at the end oh my god it was hilarious to me and i got my entire life watching it it was everything so if you have not seen it it's on amazon prime it was fun it yeah. was definitely fun it was funny, like the story you had some plot holes because I was like, Y'all ain't do no DNA test. Right. That was <laughs> the main yeah. thing. Like, child. He bought the inherit throne. Yeah. It had it, um good. It was it was kind of predictable as how it would go. Yeah, but, but it was fun. It, it was fun. fun. Yeah. It wasn't trying to be out here getting no Academy Awards or nothing, but um it was fun. It had Kiki Lane who played the older daughter. Um, what's her name? Mika which is Akeem spelled backwards. And uh-huh. then it had um, Bella Murphy, who's actually Eddie Murphy and Nicole Murphy's daughter. She played the middle daughter. Mm-hmm. That was his real life daughter. Um, it had Tiana Taylor. It had just every, the old the man who was singing is your queen to be, she's your queen to be. Yeah. In the original one, he was in there. Yeah, and then the same lady was Yeah, Garcelle was was in it. It had everybody. It was... Yeah, Tiana was good. I I enjoyed it. It was fun. It was cute. Yeah, it was good. It was good for nostalgia and for the culture. All right, guys. Well, that, I think, is our show for the week. We were really movie-focused. That's so fun. Awesome. Well, um, thank you guys so much for listening to Category Is, and we'll see you next week. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Category Is. Be sure to like, rate, and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on all things social media at Category Is Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can contact us at CategoryIsPod at gmail.com. Check us out on the web at CategoryIsPod.com.